The weather's getting warmer, so it's time to say goodbye to jackets and sweaters and say hello to shorts and tees and bikinis. And for anything I'm trying to update in my wardrobe, I'm not trying to spend a small fortune. Let me tell you about Quince, because I just found a bikini, top and bottom, $50. High quality, $25 for the top, $25 for the bottom. There is a certain Australian shearling slipper that I've been looking for, and I found it for $50 on Quince. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash Lexi for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash Lexi to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash Lexi. Let's talk wellness, ladies. I know some of you love yourself a new wellness brand something to hop on and let me tell you about fleur marche they deliver simple quality and affordable wellness solutions founded by women and inspired by the female dreamers hustlers and activists on the front lines of change their mission is to help you feel 100 every single day with fun and easy to understand plant-powered wellness products their plant-based wellness patches deliver ingredients topically These ingredients are then absorbed into the skin and into the bloodstream. You just stick it right on your skin. They're vegan, cruelty-free, latex-free, tested for pesticides, herbicides, and other contaminants before and after production. Find your new wellness essentials at fleurmarche.com and get a special discount just for the Alexi listeners. Get 20% off your first order site-wide with promo code LEXI at checkout. Orders over $50 get free shipping. Go to F-L-E-U-R-E. M-A-R-C-H-E dot com and use code Lexi for 20% off your first order. Hello, everyone. I'm Lexi Lombard, your host of the Alexi podcast, and I had the worst day. It was just not a good one, and it made me evaluate the very tired conversation of Instagram versus real life this social media versus reality conversation. Everyone boils it down to social media is a highlight reel. Do not believe everything you see. Take it all with a grain of salt. When in reality, it's not just hashtag goals or sharing your pain vulnerably. There's this middle ground of neutral content. Like I I got this new pair of socks from UGG and they're very soft. So I posted it and I was like, big yes. And then I also asked for someone's opinion or any of yours, whoever was watching, for your opinion on a book. I walked for 44 minutes, 44 seconds, and 0.44 of a second, and I burned 222 calories. So I was like, okay, a little bit of an angelic walk, don't we think? That was it. That's all I had. There's not much indication. They're just random, neutral posts of content. No one on my Instagram story was like, damn, Lexi's going through it. But also, no one watched my story today and thought, wow, Lexi Lombard is having an incredible day. Because all my content was incredibly neutral. However, simultaneously today, I was pacing back and forth below my apartment building, holding back tears, then letting them pour out. Three or four hours later, I'm pacing in my living room, and then about... An hour or two after that, trying to go on a long walk to get rid of some energy. I came back into the apartment. I'm standing in my bedroom. My hands go tingly. My body temperature raises enormously in a very short amount of time. And I know I'm on the verge of a panic attack. So I step outside on my balcony 
in the dark, cold weather in a tank top, pressing ice packs to my chest to keep it from getting any worse. So the question remains, is that a false reality? Or is that just a narrative that's unrelated to my personal life? It's almost like I showed you the person I would be at school. I'm not just going to walk into class and start trauma dumping just to whoever I'm sitting next to, which is kind of what the internet feels like that way. It's like, okay, we know each other. We're classmates. Some of us are even class friends, but I'm not having y'all over to my house to have a sleepover. So when I'm about to have a panic attack, I don't think it's right to call the internet first. Personally, I think that it's really important that we have a circle of people, whether that be your friends or your family, that you can go to in states like that. And that's exactly what I did. I called a friend. You know what? Professionals are also great for this. we got to add them in the mix and something I need to revisit because I think it's time I get back in therapy. I took a few months off because I, I wanted to do my own reflection and now I'm getting to a point of a lot of confusion and I'm starting to get physical symptoms. So you know what? We're putting that out there. And I think that it's not anyone's job to create a perfectly whole narrative for the public to view. A, that's exhausting to do as an individual, but also B, I don't care enough as a viewer to see that of even the people I'm most interested in. It's nice to have glimpses, but I don't need a full 360 picture at all times. If you listen to my last episode, which was with Sophia Rose Kelly, which can we petition to have her go by all three names? It's an incredible set of names. We were talking about how if you're in a position, I was saying this, but she shares a lot of her life on the internet. I asked if people had a full 360 picture and she was like, mm. she agreed to about 90%. And I was making the point that if you're in a position to share a full picture, why not? That's great. But to do that all day, every day is impossible. And even if it is possible, I that is uncharted territory. That is terrain that we are not familiar with. And it's too new to tell what the repercussions of that would be. And that's my my take on Instagram versus real life. I want to get back into this podcast. I do just want to go to bed personally it's late tomorrow's thanksgiving and i had that on my mind so we're gonna break this podcast into chunks so this is like a vlog you got to hear my little late night thought and i'll come back when i'm ready and i'm back so it's black friday yesterday was thanksgiving and i am proud and grateful to tell you that on a personal level i had a lovely day My plans got a little changed around. My dad is sick with the flu. Your girl ended up staying in New York City for Thanksgiving and I spent Thanksgiving Eve all alone and it really got to me in a way that was unexpected. A lot of times when I have the apartment to myself, I relish in the alone time and having an entire space to myself and getting to be in control of it. I normally love it. This particular day, I didn't. And you know what? Just a short day and a half later, I'm feeling good again. And this is why it's so important to document your feelings and your experiences, whether that be to a professional, a therapist, to your friends, to your journal. That way you have almost like your own historian, keeping track of how many bad days you're having, how many good days you're having. That way, if you have one really, really bad day, it doesn't cloud your judgment into thinking that it's just been a bad month, a bad year. Like Maybe it truly was... Nothing more than a really bad day. Now, if you're starting to see a pattern, that's something incredibly worth looking at. I do that all the time. I need to see the patterns in my mood, see simple actions of what makes me feel better, what makes me feel worse, who I feel better when I'm talking to, who I feel worse when I'm talking to them, where I like to spend my time, what time of the day I like to be doing XYZ for. 
I think it's really important in terms of getting to know yourself and figuring out who you are to figure out what you like and what you don't like, when, where, and why. I swear, every time Mazzy sees me giving my attention to the phone, she starts rolling over on her back, like, trying to seduce me. Like, no, come over here, I know you're busy, but look at me. I digress. Something that's been on my bucket list in a casual way, it's never been a time-sensitive item, but something that I knew at some point or another I wanted to finish or try to finish is running a 5K. I've seen, you know, the families wake up Thanksgiving morning and run 3.1 miles and it never actually seemed fun, but I just couldn't comprehend that so many humans were doing that. I couldn't get over how many different age demographics were able to run three miles because I think of myself as an athletic person and I just am <laughs> not really sure that I can do that in a, in a formal way. I like giving myself grace when I'm going on a run if I want to really slow it down or walk for a portion i allow myself to do that really no if ands or buts however i signed up for a turkey trot this year i was gonna run a turkey trot in carlisle pennsylvania for my pennsylvania listeners and i signed up i paid the 30 dollars. i think i got a t-shirt i don't know i never made it to it and because i stayed in new york obviously i didn't do the turkey trot so i run a lot of times and i'll record it on the nike run app and I didn't know this until the other day that they have guided runs on the app. And I saw this grateful 5K and I thought, okay, I'll do that. And then I ended up sleeping in Thanksgiving day and basically getting ready and heading over to the Upper East Side. Like very, sh how gossip girl of me. <laughs> Thanksgiving on the Upper East Side. It was actually in Yonkers, but I began it on the Upper East Side. Details, unimportant details. Anyway, I didn't do the 5K on thanksgiving and i knew i wanted to do some sort of exercise today but it was raining on and off all day it was really windy on and off all day and after i finished one portion of my work i thought okay let's do this grateful 5k like let's see what it's all about so i put in my airpods and by the grace of god above us the rain and the wind stopped for the entire time that i was gone and it just picked up as soon as i got home how lucky to even be more like uh, quasi the angels were on my side. The amount of time it took me to run my 3.1 miles, my 5K was 33 minutes, 33 seconds, and 33 decimal of a second. And that is the second time I've logged my run that is repeating numbers like that. There was one yesterday, I don't know how you check it. I now am the proud new owner of an Apple Watch. I can't believe we haven't discussed on this podcast my California trip that was last week. Wow, my, 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 we'll get into that. But first, I'm getting somewhere with this, okay? There's a point, there's a method to the madness. I'm not just rambling about my run. But my walk before that was 44 minutes, 44 seconds, and 0.44 of a second. So it's not just 444, it was 444444. And today it was 333333. Now tell me that's not something. Two in a row, two. And also the weather just clearing for me to do this. It really felt like a gift from the universe. And I'm going to take it as such, or a gift from the angels that are watching over me. And let me just tell you, this is the verdict on a 5K. As someone who's mildly athletic, it's challenging, but not too challenging. There were definitely moments during the first mile that I was like, yeah, there's no way I'm doing two more of these. Mm. Nope. Uh, Cause I'll do three miles 
but not like completely non-stop and I just slowed a little bit down who knew I was gonna be like such a fitness podcaster sorry I just exercise is this new hobby of mine anyway I slowed down and I was able to just continue to the point that I've never been able to do this before but if you slow down common sense wise that means that you're storing up some energy that way towards the end of your run you have that energy to use. Back in high school, I ran the mile and I would burn myself out on lap one and two. While I was holding the lead during the first and second lap, there were people staying far back behind me and it gave me the ego boost, like, oh, it's gonna be an easy mile. I'm gonna be the first person to finish. But then by the last lap, there were people sprinting by me when I had just enough energy to jog. So I'm taking a different approach. You live and you learn. You live and you learn. And let me just tell you, I feel so good about myself. What a way to boost your self-esteem. My easiest method to boost self-esteem is to accomplish something. Take a little mental note through your bucket list. Something along the lines of like, you've always been curious if you could do blank. Uh, it could be something like run a 5K. It could be make $5,000 in a month. It could be create a product and sell it. It could be cooking a three-course meal it could be cutting your own hair it could be getting a pet i mean really anything big or small in any direction i'm gonna give you guys the homework to just take a look at that list i'm not gonna even make it hard and say do it just take a look baby steps right and if you feel so inclined to by all means take the week and find a day to do that I know some of them are like of different levels. It's much easier to commit to cooking a three-course meal than it is to adopting or purchasing an animal. But just think about it. Think about it. Because I am here to tell the tale that I am now able to say like, yeah, I ran a 5K. And it's really not that big of a deal. But to me, it felt so self-rewarding. Now, my trip to Los Angeles for... Those of you who listened to my last episode last week, it was with Sophia Rose Kelly. We sat down in my hotel room in Los Angeles and I didn't really give any indication on why I was there. And I'm pretty sure if I don't give too much away, I will be able to tell you how magical the situation is and I will go into more details once the shoot is up. But the brief of it is a brand reached out and asked me if I wanted to do a Christmas video with them. And my father and I got to be in a Christmas video and a camera crew was sent out to Warrington, Virginia. And we did a, a long distance shoot. I was sent to Los Angeles. So I was with a much larger crew in California and we got to work on a project together. And I've never actually gotten to work on anything with my dad before and he, is so gracious and he was so uh, it, it, his work style is quite endearing because he's just so happy to be there you know and he's already invited the crew members to christmas with my family and it's really special because christmas was my mom's thing i've never really loved christmas my dad has never really loved christmas uh i'm the daughter and he's the wife of someone who was miss christmas stockings were her everything if you would like to do a deep dive onto my channel type in lexi birthday gift lexi stocking stuffer and you will see how crazy my mom goes 
on the gifts. Just check out my vlogs anytime during a holiday, Valentine's Day, St. Patrick's Day, Easter, and I'm sure there's a cameo of some wildly extravagant gift that my mother gave me, which on a little detour, it is gift giving season, today is Black Friday, this will be up before Cyber Monday, but I'm pretty sure deals will still be going on. If you're looking for gift ideas, I have great gift guides on my channel. You'll have to search. There was one last year and there was one the year before. I don't really feel inclined to do one this year because uh, I just feel like the ones that I have are very similar to what I would recommend now. I have them broken down into different personality types for your bougie friend, for your practical friend, etc. So you can check those out. Anyway, working with my dad on a Christmas campaign, it felt like it was a total gift from my mom. It really felt like she said... I'm not here to do Christmas this year, but that's not gonna stop you guys from having a really magical holiday. And I got to spoil my dad with everything and it ended up with us leaving both with Apple Watches, which I've been getting a lot of comments. No one's brought it up to me directly, but after I bring it up, all my friends are like, yeah, I noticed. How long have you had that? I'm like, very new, like three days. They're like, yeah, uh, doesn't really seem like that's very you. No, it doesn't, but it's kind of entertaining. Like, I like that I can I can text on it, even though you can ask any of my friends. You can tell when Lexi Lombard is texting from her Apple Watch because there's capital letters where there shouldn't be. There's the word period when it's supposed to be punctuation, which, thank God, culturally, that actually makes sense now. There's also pauses like, wait, what? No, in the middle of the text so i'm getting used to it i like the idea of phone calls on it it's a fun gadget it's a fun gadget that's the short of it and then i also stayed at the most amazing hotel if you guys are looking to splurge stay at the one hotel this is how much i liked it you know when you're signing into the hotel wi-fi and you have to click that you agree with the terms and conditions and a lot of times there's also a box to click if you want access to the email newsletter about special discounts and events I clicked yes on the email newsletter. I want to be a part of the One Hotel newsletter. If there's a discount, I want to stay there, I'm pretty sure. I was living off of $42 salmon salads, ladies and gentlemen. It was absurd and I'm so grateful. I was living like a queen. I was picked up from LAX in a limo. A limo. I hooked up my phone to the speaker. I was on Bluetooth called Limo 2, like shook to my core playing Beverly Hills by Weezer, looking out at the palm trees, just rolling around in the far back seat, just <laughs> unaware of how I got there. It was one of those moments where you want to say, of course, you know, I deserve to be here. <laughs> but you're also like, what the fuck? <laughs> I just got off a plane at LAX with a dream and a limo, a limo. And then I show up at the one hotel and I used their gym, I used their pool, I drank their smoothies, I used their room service, I took the best bath of my life, I hung out with my friends, I did a shoot, I just had the greatest time, and then it wouldn't be a California trip without a little Lex and Claudia time, so I got to stay with one of my best friends. One of my favorite things about Claudia is when we hang out, I feel like I get to channel my inner young adult, but I also get to channel my inner seventh eighth grader i was editing my video and i'm always when i'm with her like a little inspired to do a little extra editing so focusing on my little creativity editing style while she's teaching herself how to give a gel acrylic manicure and it's just so wholesome Lo love to see it love her so much and she introduced me to fleabag 
which by the way, what a disappointingly short series. I was having such a good time watching it and there was a great episode and then I didn't realize when I was watching one of the greatest episodes of the series that it was the series finale. What a letdown. I was like, oh, that was such a good episode. Can't wait for the next one. And it just was the last one. But if you haven't seen Fleabag, highly recommend. It's it's a British show. It's a bit of like a dramedy, I would say. Because it's really funny, but it's also quite dramatic. And it's a little sad. It's a bit of a tearjerker. It's got levels to it. It's like an onion. If you haven't seen it, it's on Amazon, I think. I mean, I saw a couple other friends while I was in California. And it's hard to come back after being treated like royalty on a trip. I also went to Face Gym. There was a face gym in the hotel. And for those of you who have heard of face gym, let me just tell you that it was so fun. And to those of you who have never heard of face gym, it's essentially um, a facial that includes sculpting. So you can get treatments for the actual quality of your skin, but they use different tools as well as different massage techniques to reshape and accentuate your natural bone structure and lift your skin and, and just make you look tight, you know? Think Bella Hadid. That's, I feel like, what people go in for. It's really great. People like to go in before their weddings or big events. I really just went because a girly was curious and I, I had money to spend because I was on a brand trip, and I'm like, everything's been paid for. Uh, one facial treatment? That's not gonna burst the bank. Let's do it, and I fully love it. It made me realize how much I love beauty treatments. Just as a hobby, I've come to realize what a hobby girl I am. Getting my nails done, getting a facial, it can be looked at as maintenance, but that's such a sterile way to view things like that when they really are just luxuries and they really are just fun. Because if I was never allowed to get my nails done for the rest of my life, would I be okay? Absolutely. Do I do it because I'm insecure about my hands? No, I do it because it's fun. I do it because I love how my hands look with them and I like picking out different colors. Same thing with getting a face gym appointment. I wasn't going anywhere. It was the tail end of my trip. I was seeing my friend, you know? I don't need to have a sculpted, lifted face for my friend. Uh, I just did it because it was, it was fun. I also went thrifting, went to Wasteland, brainstorming of the idea of maybe spending a month or two in Los Angeles during the winter, just escaping the New York winter, being in the warmth. I've been there before and I'm a better person now. I'm a better version of myself now. And I think I can enjoy California for what it is and not let it strip me to the core and feel like I'm naked and afraid on a mountain, which is how I felt. I felt so vulnerable and confused while I was there when I lived there as an 18, 19 year old. But let me just tell you, 18 and 19 are very vulnerable years. If you are 18 or 19 and you're going from top of the food chain, being a senior in high school to bottom of the food chain, freshman in a town that you don't know, or all of your friends have left to go to school and you're still living in your hometown. You're like, what is going on? How did I go from the top to the bottom in the span of six months? What is happening? Trust me, you get over it. You get into a routine. You figure out who you are and life gets better. Now, if you're 18 and 19 and you're thriving, we love to see it. And I'm so happy for you. I now want to get into your questions because I think they're going to be revolving around the holiday season and gift giving and family time. And I'm very curious what you guys asked. If you ever want to participate in the Q&A portion of the At Lexi podcast, you can go on to my Instagram, which is at Lexi, L-E-X-I-E, just like the name of this podcast. And every week... 
Saturday or Sunday, typically, I will ask for questions for the podcast, and that is where you can submit. Always happy to talk to you guys in the DMs. We're working on potentially getting a community off Instagram on another app. I've been recommended a a few of them. One was called Discord. Another one was called... It's escaping me right now. I'm not familiar with either one of them. I need to do a little bit more research, but that is something that I would love to begin because so much of this podcast, as much as it's monologue, it's also conversation between me and the listener. And there's things that when I'm soundboarding, I'm I'm using you as the soundboard and you on the other end will have your own opinion when I'm trying to decipher something of if I feel one way or another or asking myself a question. But I, even though I am also asking myself the question, I really am asking you the question as well. And I would love to discuss. But until then, I will be answering your questions here. But first, a word from today's sponsors. Our holiday season is upon us. And RSVP yes this holiday season with versatile outfits for every invite from Express. There's confident boosting styles designed for real life versatility and every holiday event. 24-7 comfort with premium high quality details and designs. They have the new and now sweaters and tops that are really soft with fresh silhouettes, sparkle and shine embellishments. They have their body contour line with smoothing and sculpting silhouettes that define your figure. New and cozy materials with over 1400 raving reviews. They have extra super soft denim, which is their coziest denim, inside and out, and a super soft brushed interior, also for maximum comfort. And of course, outerwear, because it does get chilly for a lot of us during the winter, that comes in merry and bright colors. So find a fit for every RSVP at Express in-store or online at express.com. Look at this, we're on the same page. The first question that we're going to answer is from Cameron Carly. I'm out of breath. It's just because I ran up to get the iPad and sat right back down. She said, any new hobbies? I don't have any new hobbies besides exercise and fitness, but that's been about six to eight months at this point. However, I'm learning how much of what I spend my time doing is a hobby. Like running is a hobby, getting my nails done is a hobby, walking to the bookstore is a hobby, going to visit my favorite tree is a hobby, reading a book is a hobby, seeing my friends is a hobby, cooking dinner is a hobby, shopping is a hobby, getting dressed, literally getting dressed, wearing outfits, one of my hobbies. I I feel like when it comes down to it, about 75% of my life is hobbies. It's 25% work, 75% hobbies. Paige Raphael asked me book or movie both both I absolutely love both I like both because they require my full attention I am not a casual movie watcher my favorite way to watch a movie is when there's a group of us and we get to talk it out I love talking during movies if that's not your style I'm so sorry that's my favorite way to do it because I like watching it and discussing it in real time books obviously I'm not discussing in real time but I always love I love a book Jillian Firestone asked, how to start navigating your emotions in a healthy way? First things first, identifying them and feeling them. A lot of us are internalizers. A lot of us bury and bottle up our emotions until a point of, you know, lack of room and then they explode. It's like you can only stuff so many clothes into the closet before you have to open up the doors. And if that's you, just get into the habit of 
if you're in a rough mood and you kind of know why, like let's say you had a rough day at school because you and your friend are kind of bickering and your parents, when you get home, ask you, hey, how was your day? Instead of just being silent and running up to your room and then them thinking it's their fault or they, it's creating a divide between you and them when you and them are not the problem, get into the habit of when you walk in, be like, I had a bit of a tiff with my friend. We're not in the greatest place. It's nothing that anyone needs to worry about, but I'm in a bad mood because of it. I'm going to go up to my room. I just think it's the best thing for me to do right now. And they should respect it. Now, if they don't respect it, that's a whole other issue. But that's a really great way to express your emotions in a way that you're still getting to do what you need to do. If you want to isolate, if you want to be in your room, totally do that. But at least you're getting everyone on the same page. You're like, oh... You know, Jillian is feeling a little off today. That's why she's in her room. She's in her room because her and her friend are arguing a little bit. Nothing that I need to worry about, but now at least I know why she's doing that. Or if your boyfriend, I don't know, said something stupid, <laughs> just let them know. The silent treatment is not that helpful. So one option is begin sharing your emotions if you're an internalizer. Now on the opposite end of the spectrum, if you feel like your emotions are out of control, getting in touch with your rationality and your logic can be really healing. If you feel like you're just the overreactor and you explode immediately and then come to reflect on your actions and realize you reacted so inappropriately, just to think before you speak. When you hear something, give yourself a second to respond. If you get a text confronting you about something, instead of just fire texting away, just boom, 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 well, you do this and getting real defensive and getting so angry, read what they have to say. Give yourself 10 minutes to think about it before you respond. Sometimes you need longer, you need a day or two, but you don't need to respond right away. Uh, those would be, I think, the two easiest beginner steps in terms of how to start nav navigating your emotions in a healthy way. Tess Sutherland said, gifts for men that aren't wallets, a man only needs so many. Yeah, I feel like there was a period of time where it was like, what do you get a man? You get him a tie, you get him a wallet, you get him cufflinks. And it's like, how exciting is that really? The first thing that came to my mind is if they're good in the kitchen, get your man a sharp cooking knife because a it makes cooking so much better when you have a really sharp knife also b they can be really beautiful and it's uh in a toxic masculinity way kind of like a manly gift you know like getting him a knife but that also can lead to benefits for you too because you'll probably reap the benefits of the meals he's cooking so a knife is a good idea uh, what else you can get him boxers and hand stitch your name into them that's always a funny idea. I don't know if that's always a funny idea. I just did that to a boyfriend one time. Uh, stitch my name in cursive on the crotch, like where the flap is. I uh, thought it was so funny. You could get him a ticket to a sports game or a concert. Maybe something practical like AirPods or if he needs like a new charger, throw that in with it. That's what's coming to mind. I would check out my gift guides because I probably addressed it in one way or another. Just another girl low one asked, tacos or pizza? Tacos before a night out, pizza after a night out. Kaylin Marie asked, any advice on how to fix a relationship between a mother and a daughter? Mother-daughter relationships are one of the most precious, unique relationships there is in this entire world. Our relationship with our mother is something that can be so complicated sometimes because 
of how intertwined we actually are and we so want to feel like our own individual person and sometimes we feel misunderstood and it really causes tension between us and our mother and one of my biggest takeaways that I ever received was instead of trying to get to a really good place in a bad relationship is to first aim for a very neutral place try to get into a neutral place with your mother where you're not trying to change her um, or even change the relationship necessarily but understand it to be what it is and learn to have a neutral perspective and reaction to it Fran de Palma asked help winter sadness emotional pressure during oh help Sometimes you guys don't use punctuation. I'm like, what is being said right here? What is being asked? Help, winter sadness, emotional pressure during holidays. Yeah, it's such an emotional time. I'm a wreck during the holiday season. I was already a wreck during the beginning portion of this podcast. I was having a panic attack two days ago. I understand the emotional pressure. Don't you worry. And then winter sadness. I think living in a city during the winter makes things a lot easier because stores are still open restaurants are still open i can still do things even when the sun goes down and making plans after the sun goes down has kept me feeling good and in good spirits to avoid winter sadness that's my current solution now if you live somewhere farther away i mean who's to say you can't host or go over to a friend's house just because things might be closed in your town doesn't mean you and your friend can't just like play cards all night that's play board games find indoor activities cook dinner together this is a great time to pull out those hobbies to avoid winter sadness. Now, emotional pressure, once again, try to remain neutral. Emotional neutrality is such a safe space to be in. Of course, we want love. Of course, we want joy. Of course, we want everything to be beautiful and wonderful. But sometimes that's just not the reality and not possible at the current place and time. So the best we can do is try to remain neutral. And for emotional pressure, it's understanding how you handle your emotions and what you need to do to stay emotionally stable, whether that be having a lot of time with your friends or vice versa, making sure you incorporate alone time or making sure you get fresh air or making sure you move your body or making sure you're eating meals. Figure out what that is for you and you have to make it a bit of a, a demand on yourself. Like it must be done. Like you have to do this to remain sane. And that is my advice. I've never been asked this in my life. Emma Gawkins asked, if you were a garden gnome, what would you hold? Oh my god. What do garden gnomes even hold? What, like shovels? And then like a bucket of flowers or something? I don't. I have no idea. But I would say at this current place in time, I, I would hold a book with uh, long red acrylic nails. <laughs> That's Lexi as a garden gnome. Oh, I have no idea. M Tannis25 asked for the best experience you've had while using cannabis. I love to smoke when it's bright and sunny and warm outside. My favorite place and time of day to smoke is outside on a bright sunny day. Absolutely. So I would say all of my best experiences while using cannabis, to answer your question, would be outside on a sunny day. Mafe Miranda underscore asked, do you believe in ghosts? I do believe in ghosts. Dancing with a fairy asked how to deal when you don't feel close to your friends. Either you're going through something or they're going through something and it's unavoidable that we will be changing. We're young, we are evolving, we are getting new experiences at every moment. We're also dealing with the side effects of a global pandemic and the winter blues and holiday seasons. I mean, like this is an emotional time. 
uh, on a short-term level, but also on a long-term level. And if you're not feeling close with your friends, just accept that for what it is right now. And either you will just trust that the future will be brighter and things will get better. Uh, but if you feel like it's in your control, then by all means, you know, have a conversation or invite them out to do something. Ask them to come on a drive, something like that. Sophia Zauzulas asked for my favorite podcast. It's an interesting question because you would think that I would listen to a lot of them. I'm actually not very familiar with podcasts. I listen to Eileen Kelly's Going Mental podcast and I listen to Sophia Rose Kelly's Welcome to Paradise podcast. And I listen to Katie Bilotti's Thick and Thin podcast. I feel like there's a big one that I'm missing, but those are the ones that are coming to my mind. Ange underscore Nicole nine asked me, how was your Thanksgiving? My Thanksgiving was a roller coaster of emotions that ended in such a pleasant way. I was invited to a friend's family and he and his mom and his sister and I had a traditional Dominican meal and it was so fun. I love them all so much and I felt so honored to have a straggler taken in. <sighs> it felt really good. Aaron Roach asked for my favorite thing to do alone. I love to take a bath. Sometimes I feel rude taking a bath when my roommate's home because I really want to just stretch out the time as long as I can. And, you know, it, there's only one bathroom in this apartment. So that's something I take advantage of when I'm alone. I also like to put music on loud. Oh, I'm just thinking of things I do when I'm home alone. But I also love doing things out alone. I love going shopping alone. I like to shop at my own speed. I don't want to walk into a store with a friend. And if I know that I'm going to be finding a lot of things, I don't want to feel rushed just because they're not finding anything. Vice versa. If they, I want to, I just want to work at my own pace. So that's probably one of my other favorite things to do alone. Oh, oh my God, I need to go get it. Someone asked for my favorite perfume. One second. Oh, I'm so glad I haven't gotten rid of these yet because they're both empty and I need to repurchase them. My favorite perfumes right now are Jo Malone. There's two different scents. There's English Pear and I'm blind. What does that say? Fresnia? Freja? Freesia? I believe it's F-R-E-E-S-I-A. And then the second scent is Wood Sage and Sea Salt. They're sold in mini versions at Sephora, and I combine them. I'll do a spritz of each. It smells like a like a bougie department store. It smells like it smells like the woods. It smells like an expensive candle burning in the woods, like in a cabin, not just out in the leaves. Yeah, oh, I'm happy to answer that question. <sighs> Here's Gio underscore asked how's grieving going i lost my mom almost a year ago still hurts a lot in a different way but still there uh grieving is not going well if i want to be perfectly honest uh i knew it was going to be really bad during this time because i was going to have a lot of expectations for my family to basically take up the space of my mom when in reality no one is capable of doing that and that's an unrealistic expectation to put on to anyone it's also unrealistic to put on to my dad and i just am the type of person that like i don't like to have lots of expectations because i know how hard it will hurt when i'm let down and i just want to avoid being let down grieving's not going well it's not going well i miss my mom i miss her a lot tia near costo near costo 
asked, do you have any go-to remedies for period pain? Yes, and they're very random. The first one's not so random, it's CBD, which by the way, uh, one of my favorite brands I now have like a permanent discount code for, I've mentioned them before, they're called Equilibria. This is not sponsored, but if you want to use Lexi, L-E-X-I-E at checkout, you get a discount. I know that it's like even more for Black Friday or Cyber Monday. Anyway, CBD. I just go a little heavy on it. Also, this is the weirdest remedy, but a bike ride? Something about sitting and getting fresh air, but also moving my legs. And you would, it seems counterintuitive. It would seem like a bike would be very uncomfortable during your period, but I love a bike ride during my period. Grace Thompson asked for my favorite fruits. Well, I love all fruit. Does anyone remember this time last year when I was living off of nothing but strawberries? Had strawberries today and thought about that. Um, I love berries. I love tropical fruits. I love citrus fruits. I really can't think of a fruit I don't love. Oh, you're going to hate me for this answer, but Alyssa Mercerou asked how to cure anxiety. Don't drink. It's the only cure. Abby.Young asked where my loafers are from. I have two different pairs and I found them both on ThreadUp. Ugh, I hate to do this to you guys. It's kind of a short episode and I'm feeling... Actually, I have no idea. I think it's maybe an average length episode. But I'm actually about to leave for Boston and I need to pack a quick bag. My cousin is 20 minutes away. She's driving from Pennsylvania, scooping me here in New York and we are driving up to Boston and I have to go. <laughs> I don't know what I'm going to do in Boston. I can't wait for you all to hear. By the time I get back, I will probably have some story of some sort to tell. But I hope you guys had a lovely Thanksgiving. And if you didn't, I hope things get better. And at least you know that I'm sending you my love. And I appreciate you all for listening. If you do like this podcast, give it a good rating on the podcast app. Or you can even go as far to leave it. Nice little review. I sneak on that app all the time and read your reviews. And it brings me so much joy. Like, I've read every single one. I love you all so much, and I will talk to you soon. XOXO, Lexi. Hi, listeners. It's Melissa Gorga from The Real Housewives of New Jersey, and I'm so excited to announce that I'm getting into the podcast game. My new podcast, Melissa Gorga On Display, premieres December 2nd, and I want you to be the first to hear it. Catch up with me and my celebrity friends each week as we discuss fashion, entrepreneurship, being the cool mom, and the importance of treating yourself. Plus, I'll give you the behind-the-lens look into my crazy life. You think you know it all from what you see on TV, but believe it or not, there are things the cameras just don't catch. That's right. I'm taking my life in front of the cameras and going behind the mic. So grab a glass of red wine and a sprinkle cookie and join me as we celebrate life and style. It's my life unfiltered. It's Melissa Gorga on display, available December 2nd on Podcast One, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. In 2005, Shelley Miscavige, wife of Scientology Supreme Leader David Miscavige, disappeared. She has not been seen in public since. The most dangerous job and all of the church of Scientology is being the wife of the leader. He would never let her live in peace. This is Where's Shelly? My name is Tony Ortega, and for more than 25 years, I've been investigating Scientology and the crimes of its bullying, paranoid, narcissistic leader, David Miscavige. 
He would beat people all the time. They will come after you. Scientology knows no boundaries. I literally had a gun pointed at somebody. Where is Shelley Miscavige? She knows where all the bodies are buried. That somebody could be vanished like this is just unthinkable. Finally, the truth about America's most dangerous cult and its power-crazed supreme leader. Coming soon to all major podcast platforms. He's a psychopath. I don't know what to tell you. Did you know 77% of women who wear bladder weakness products experience intimate skin irritation? As if having incontinence wasn't stressful enough. But Tenna Intimate Pads have been gynecologist tested and do not cause skin irritation. Gentle on my intimate skin. I need to try Tenna Intimate Pads. Visit TennaSample.com for your free sample. Kind to skin protects like Tenna. New message. Hey, girlfriend, it's Carol from Jury Duty. We never actually spoke, but I saw you ordered the same hoagie as me at lunch. What are the chances? Anywho, I heard you just got a boat. We should totally grab some hoagies and take it out for a spin. When you get a boat, you also get new friends. Make sure Progressive's one of them and get coverage today for as little as $100 a year. Do I want to feel the wind in my hair? Guilty as charged. <laughs> oh, seriously, let's ride on your boat. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Annual premium for basic liability policy not available in all states.